0: Welcome to the Evidence Informed Teaching Podcast. Are you a teacher wanting to improve your classroom practice and deliver excellent teaching through access to research? Do you have a passion for teaching and are looking to connect with other like-minded colleagues through professional discussions? The Charter College has partnered with TeacherTap to support teachers to deliver excellent teaching through access to research, and we invite you to be part of this community. On this podcast, you will hear from fellow teachers, research experts, and you have the opportunity to be part of this professional discussion. You can find out more about the Chartered College of Teaching and TeacherTap in the show notes. And if you find this episode helpful, why not share it with a teacher friend, take a screenshot and post it on your social media, or even better, leave us a five-star written review. Hello and welcome. I'm really excited to invite an early career teacher onto the podcast today. So, Matthew Ishimwe is with us today. I'm not going to introduce him, I'm going to let him do the honours um, but I really hope that this episode today is going to be helpful particularly to our student community as Matthew is going to be talking about his experience as a student and what he's up to as an early career teacher and then also how he makes the most of the chartered college and the resources that we have and how it supports him in his training and also um, as an early career teacher. So welcome to the podcast Matthew. I'm going to get you to introduce yourself, maybe tell us a bit about um, why you decided to become a teacher. I always love, as a teacher myself, I always love to hear what brings other people to the profession and then maybe talk a bit about your current role um, and also um, your path to becoming a teacher as well.
1: Uh, my name is uh, Mathieu uh, and I teach uh, MFA at school, school, uh, mainly French, uh, from in, from, from year seven all, all the way till uh, year 13. And i became become a teacher because I've always been passionate uh, about teaching since a very early age. Like I remember I've got, I have three brothers and um, and I'm the oldest and I used to play the teacher and, you know, I, I really used to love her. And my mom is also a teacher and and I've always been inspired by work of teachers. And anything. I think um, coming to Europe as a refugee, I was, it was teachers that really, like, you know, helped me actually learn French when I was, you know, um, little and, and then that's why, like, I wanted to give back to the community. And that's why, like, I chose mainly to work, like, with disadvantaged community, mostly to kind of give back, give back to, to the community. And that's the reason why I became a teacher
0: teaching is in your family which is exciting and then we hear this a lot don't we about teachers we want to give back and we want to support other people and help and this the the belief of how important education is to opening doors and opportunities to to people so tell us a bit about your route into teaching so you teach MFL there's lots of different routes into teaching which way did you um, go to become a teacher?
1: Um, I chose the university-led uh, uh, route, uh, so I went on to do uh, a PGCE in Modern Foreign Languages uh, in Canterbury, uh, Canterbury Christchurch, Church. Um, so yeah, so, so 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 that was the route I I, I taken because and it was really really interesting because especially in, I guess for me especially in Kent it was really interesting to see the difference uh, between like different type of schools. So like I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, fortunate to see, like, how to, to, to teach in a state school, but also uh, my second placement was, like, in a grammar school, and it was really, really interesting to see the differences uh, when it comes to education and even, like, attainment and, and th- things like that, and I decided to to start as an early career teacher after, like, um, I chose the state school system. I had, like, an amazing time there. I've managed to make amazing working relationships during my PGC, and they really wanted me back, so I was back there so
0: you did your PGCA um through Christchurch so in terms of your teacher training let's dig into that a little bit what would you say for you with the best bits about your training
1: the students I think as soon as you start uh you know being in front of of, of your students you you I almost felt like, you know, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Uh, I I think it's like this, especially because I'm teaching languages as well. Uh, So uh, the challenge was to actually make them interested like in uh, in, in my lessons and like so it was really really hard for me to kind of in the beginning to make to make them understand like how valuable uh having a second language will be important and, ha- and how much impact you will make in their own career so i will use my i was mostly using my example uh because i actually came into teaching as a, a career change i used to work for charity in, you know as a policy advisor for, for for charities and 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 i and i worked like in different uh countries and i lived in different countries and I speak several languages. So I always use my, um, my experience as a way to motivate them. And, you know, to, uh, especially when you teaching in, uh, in uh, working class communities, for example, like, you know, there will be many people that never left where they live. And and I think it was, yeah, I I was really trying to inspire them. And also, I think I had, uh, yeah, I think that's what was the best part as well. I had this amazing mentor. um, And, she was uh, she was really really supportive. She was amazing, and uh, she we developed really really good uh, working relationships. And uh, she I, I felt like I was able to uh, not only to progress well but also to be challenged. Uh, and she I think she was able to com- to recognize my strengths but also my weaknesses. and, and I think her delivery. Uh, was done in such a nice (laughs) way I felt like you know I could I could be up to the challenge and and it was it's really really amazing uh, I think when feedback is done in uh, uh, I mean fair but kind delivery I would say
0: yeah absolutely and mentors are so important to the the trainee teacher experience. And that's one of the reasons we have a specific chartered pathway for teachers who are mentors because it's a really challenging role to be a mentor and it's often something that people don't sort of really get recognized for and that's why it's so important that we recognize how the how important our mentors are so I know that we're talking mainly today sort of for students and early career teachers but I think if there are mentors and I'm sure there are mentors listening to this episode what piece of advice would you say I mean you mentioned a couple of things that your mentor did really well what would you sort of say to the mentors that they that that is really important that your mentor did for you that made that relationship really really strong do you think?
1: I think for me it it was the fact that she um she allowed me to find my 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 teacher persona alone uh so because I think at some point she she noticed that I was uh, using a lot of her phrase, phrases and especially when it comes to behavior management, and actually she allowed me to to find my path and 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 I think it was like if I had to give an advice it's just like to because PGC can be such an intense year and, and and i think it's if i had to give an advice it's also like to kind of check regularly on the well-being of your ec or, or of your of your act or even our trainees in school so i think it's so 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 important because sometimes i feel like when you've been in teaching for some time like you you we forget some i mean <laughs> there's definitely the challenges are still there obviously but you forgot like you know where you started and i think it's so so important to to care about the well-being of of the trainee as well and to allow the them to actually make mistakes and and you learn from mistakes and we should never forget that because we are actually teachers and that's what we tell our students as well,
0: <laughs> well i really really like what you said there about allowing the trainees the space to become their person and not sort of you know the image or the mirror image of their mentor so thank you so much for sharing us so you've shared a bit about the best bits and as you mentioned like teacher training And I've been a teacher for over 15 years and my training years do seem like a long time ago. And I really enjoyed mentoring the trainees that we had in our school. And like you said, it's very easy to forget what it's like and the challenges. So what challenges did you face as a trainee? And have you got any advice of how um, you overcame them? What did you do?
1: One of the challenges I, I, I faced was definitely... I really needed to be okay with the fact that not every lesson will be perfect. Uh, Sometimes, like you will spend hours and hours having a lesson plan and preparing everything, and you know, um, and then it's just. and, and it's just a nightmare in, in the in the classroom, like the delivery is not good because there's different like external factors that can happen as well. And, and I think you need to be I think kinder to yourself and, and and I think also um as soon as any difficulty arise, it's really really important to keep in touch with your you know your, 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 your provider or like or the university if you're if you if you're choosing to do the PGC route. uh and, and I think being proactive it's so so important being proactive like you know in 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 so many ways um uh, because c- you need to be able to communicate with uh your tutor you know i'm using the word tutor because i, I chose the university roots but uh yeah i think being proactive in communication is is key and and then also um i think it's also about Teaching is a vocation for you. Just don't give up. And it gets I know I, I, I didn't even, you know, like people will say, like it gets easier get easier. And even myself, when I was a PGC um, trainee, I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> but at the end it did get easier. And then you're so proud of your achievement. And and it is it is very intense, but it's it's totally welfare.
0: And that's advice that I think students ECTs really experienced teachers we all need to hear that again sometimes that you know we spend a lot of time planning and trying to make sure these lessons are amazing and particularly when you're a trainee you really do spend a lot of time on the planning of the lessons. And it can be so disheartening when it doesn't go right. And there are so many things that are going on that just aren't in your control. And it's accepting that, isn't it? And being okay with that, that that's going to happen. So thank you so much for, for sharing that with us. That's definitely sort of quite an important thing, I think, for our, our trainees to remember. I think the PGC, as you mentioned earlier, is, is a challenging year it's a really challenging year and you've got the classroom practice and also the academic element of the course as well so have you got any advice for the students about how they can manage the two what did you do to to sort of you know look after yourself in that process
1: I think for me it was definitely uh, having so actually so look look at the dates like like uh, when your essays are due and then I think you need to inform your school and I think it's also important because sometimes there will be things and because also like of um we, we have like a crisis and retention in, in, in the, so like I think sometimes there's things that unfortunately because of the, the the retention crisis and and recruitments like uh, that they will expect for you to do but but you're allowed to say no as well, and to, you're, you're allowed to 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 actually pose, and then actually l- remind them that you're still uh, a student, and you, you're actually a university student, and there's a SSG, and there's a research project as well, like I remember, like, my PGC was very much uh, evidence-based, uh, so, so there was lots of, like, essays to, to write a lot of research as well on side of the planning, the teaching, and sometimes the marking, and so so you need to be. I mean, I think communication is key again. I think it's just like you know, uh, making sure that they are aware of uh, of your uh, submission dates, and because we, we we all have different routes. I think uh, and I think sometimes it's important to tell them which route you actually happens I mean, they seem to sometimes you know it happens that they forget and uh yeah and i think in terms of essay i i mean it's really important to yeah to, to to really go and explore research in education as well and because you're living it and i think it's really easy as well to find articles and 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 and, and research that actually tell you about um why this is happening to you and you know uh, and I think it's really really good as well like sometimes it's almost like therapeutic you know
0: yeah absolutely and again you know we're sort of coming back again to this point about communication between the mentor and the trainee and telling your mentor that you have an essay and this is when the essay is due because your mentor is going to be busy they've got a busy workload themselves. So they're not always going to know. And I think that's quite a really valid point to make. So you touched on evidence. Now we're on the evidence informed teaching podcast. The Charter College really is about evidence informed teaching and our resources. And as students, we give our student community free membership to the Charter College so they can access um, a huge, wide range of resources. Did those? I mean, obviously, you use those in your course as a as student. Maybe you could um, touch on a little bit about what you did. How did those resources help you um, as you were doing your training?
1: So, so, so for me, like uh, one one of the uh, great uh, theory that I I use was like the self determination theory when it comes to languages. So actually, uh, understanding whether students. Using uh, self uh, intrinsic or extrinsic uh, motivation to learn the language, and I think it's really really important. Like, in, to, and I think it's just about ident- identifying these two type of students, and actually working with them, like maybe in different ways, like and finding uh, techniques that you could use. But I think it's really really important, like to know that um, you know it's it's called. I think if you can look it up. It's called that like, the self determination uh, theory, and, and you can apply that to, to MFL. And uh, so yeah, that I think it's something that I'm still using as well as ECT 2 actually. Uh, so yeah, and, and 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 I think it's really, really, really important as well as especially if you're doing the PGC led um, routes, uh, you you you, <laughs> it's really important because you still have to write essays, and I think you 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 find like such a wide a wide uh, range of resources. Uh, uh, with uh, the Chartered College of, of Teaching and, and there's so many, you know, uh, and you, you have a free membership as well so there's so many things that you, that you can, it's already it's always backed by research so you can use this research to actually like make your point, illustrate your point like, you know, when writing essays.
0: I always say when I'm delivering the presentations to the students that I wish this existed when I was doing my training because it would have saved me a lot of time having all of this information in one place that's actually set out within the early career framework standards as well. So it's really, really easily laid out.
1: I just want to add as well, like about, about um, there's also things about our culture. How do we make our school culture better when it comes to um was reading this really really interesting article about how do we actually uh implement you know how, how do we develop an inclusive school and like how do we actually take account you know like for example when it comes to um our lgbtq students or our black students and how do we actually make uh, the environment safer for them in the first place and what strategies that you can use and, and it's about and you can even implement that within your curriculum and, 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 and I've always been passionate about diversity and inclusion and and, 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 I'm, and I really also like that you can uh, you can use evidence-based research as well to make your classroom a safe and inclusive environment for everyone.
0: We've spoken a little bit about your training which probably feels almost a bit like a lifetime ago as an ECT too now. And so talk, let's talk about the transition between training to ECT and maybe sort of back up a bit and, and maybe talk about like the process of finding a job. How did you find that?
1: For me, I got my first job through uh, my first placements. Uh, cuz you know, i i worked really really hard uh, and um and i was i was actually developing these uh relationships with my classes and and uh so they asked me if i want if i would be happy to 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 take the job uh but but i think there's so many ways uh to find jobs there's you know you can go on uh tests there's also the department of education uh website that you can you can get your you know you're notified by email, uh, but you can also like use like you know different um, channels like uh, LinkedIn. I, I guess like I would say like I'm very fortunate because uh, I teach MFL and it's it, it, it's uh, unfortunately it, it's, uh, it's it's a uh, it's, uh, it's a it's it's a subject in huge shortage. Uh, I think the uh, looking at things like your statement as well, and then making making sure that you know what's the school culture is as well, uh, do not use, you know, the same statement, for example, uh, for every, and then send it to every school. I think you need to be, you, you need to make sure that you research in the school. You need to make sure that you know the ethos and, and you need to make sure that also your ethos align with your own values as well. And I think it, it's, it, yeah, it's about researching the school and, and maybe even before going for an interview, like why not actually ask to visit the school and then like you know and then have a sense of uh, of the school and i think for, for um you, one of your question as well was the transition between pgce and ect uh, it, was, it was a huge transition uh, because as ect one you are you have your qts your are qualified teacher uh, t- teacher so you you actually manage your own classes Uh, there's no one there (laughs) to guide you. And all of a sudden, you're just the adult in the room. (laughs) And uh, I I think for me... it was challenging. I mean, not really I mean it was challenging at first, but it was exciting, exciting at the same time because now you 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 can make your own uh, relationship with your students and you know them better and you know you work with them like you know all year long and and you, you get to know them and you 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 know their weaknesses and their strength and you know how to help them and so 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 I think in a way it's it, yeah it's it's a lot of work but 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 this is also an opportunity as, as well to actually discover yourself as a teacher as well, and and, and, and I think in t- I think what's really really important as well is just to always be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself, but then also like you know be able to uh have you need to be self reflective on your practice as well so take the feedback on take feedback from like inexperienced teachers on board and then like you know and and just try and be a a reflect a, a reflexive practitioner it's really really important Like don't take feedback personally and, and i think yes but also obviously the the delivery needs to be uh
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely be kind to yourself. And that yes. that transition is definitely a challenge. And I really like what you said about um being reflective. And it's something that as teachers is, is really important throughout the whole of your career. You know, the process of feedback learning from other more experienced colleagues as well and that's one of the great things about being and I I hope you'd agree with me with this is being a member of the charter college actually opens up a, a network of other teachers and a huge wealth of resources and particularly I think a really good resource that always comes to mind when we're talking about being reflective was actually within the um early career framework there's a lot of classroom practice videos and they're really short videos about five minutes each and they're around topics like behavior. I think there's such a great opportunity to look at that video because you're not always going to get a chance to go and see other people in other schools and that sort of thing. But it allows you to look at that video and really reflect on what's going on in that video, but be self-reflective in that process as well. So what I'd like to do is just kind of dig into a little bit more around the resources that you've had as a member of, of the college. So as a as a trainee and then also as an early career teacher, like, are there anything, any um, resources in particular that have really helped and supported you and um, we were talking about impact before we hit the record button so I'd really love to hear your thoughts on how those resources have helped you as a trainee and then as you've transitioned to become an ECT.
1: It's definitely the Impact magazine Uh, I I, I, I like to to, to read.
0: Um, There is a critical appraisal tool that we have in the membership platform that's a PDF that you can download and you can actually use it to to support you as you're reading through um, the Impact articles. So I'd really encourage students to go and have a look at that. And we also have um, in the Early Career Hub, there is also a student and ECT membership book that has a lot of um, our top resources that we find our students and early career teachers access. And they're all in one place. And you can you can use this as sort of, um, you know, a springboard to get um, to find your way around our resources, because I know that it can feel quite overwhelming, all of the information that's there. So that's quite a good way to get started with the resources that we have. So, Matthew, I just want to say thank you so much for your time. And before we wrap up and we finish um, our lovely conversation today, Is there any one piece of advice that you would like to give to a trainee teacher that's listening to this episode today? Uh, What is it and why have you got that piece of advice for them?
1: So, yeah, be kind to yourself, and sometimes uh, good is good enough
0: brilliant okay I I think I need to get that on a t-shirt or something yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> be kind to yourself and good is good enough so thank you so much and um I really appreciate you sharing your your experience with us um your um the transition between um your teacher training and becoming an ECT, and of course we wish you um every success as you grow um as a teacher and of course um the charter college hopefully is going to continue um to be part of your um professional development and i'm sure you're probably going to be one of our chartered teachers in the future so thank you so much for your time
1: Uh, thank you thank you so much